0: Ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages, of course, it's yours truly me, Superfly, the one that's doing the most, keeping the fade close, Mr. Funkadelic Jones. And this your boy, Aaron Fonacetti,
1: and I also keep the fade close, but mine's on the side because I got hair on the top, you know, I got braids and whatnot.
0: I man, got the braids with the cut. I was like, man, he's doing it big around here. I'm trying to be like him, y'all.
1: Hey man, speaking of braids, man, let let's let's go on a little five minute rant.
0: You seen Tim Duncan's hair? I seen it. Like Tim like Tim Duncan's literally one of them dudes that look like he just been living under a rock for the since he retired. This is like my man when he retired clean we before he retired clean cut, you know what I mean, barely beard. Now when he come back it's like, Tim, what the fuck happened to you? What you what the fuck? what? what, what, what? You can't at least cut the cut the beard off. You, you father time. It's the same man now. Hey man, divorce would do that to you. I'm telling you, man. Hey, you talking about you talking about my man Tim Duncan. I know you seen my man Shaq.
1: <laughs> man, this man Shaq lost the bat. This man lost the bat and he lost his hairline. That's two L's, man. We are listening.
0: Shaq is bald. We all know that, but damn Shaq, I didn't think it was that bad. Right. I thought it was just like, I I, I thought his headline was like, like Stephen A. Smith. I have been like, ah, okay. I'm like, oh. But then when he was just like, he grew and I was just like, damn Shaq. Then he had the nerve to get that joke shaped up. I was like, damn, damn. Shaq. <laughs> hey, but Shaq is my Shaq is my nigga though, bro. Cause Shaq, right. Shaq's like, look, I'm proud, I don't care. I'm a uh for a week. I said, You better than me, player. You better than me. But man, look, can I can I explain something to you on like something I saw on the drive over here? Or oh, or oh, oh, something I saw on the drive over here,
1: man.
0: What's that? So I stopped at my old at my old job, right? You know, where I used to do lost adventure I went there, got something slight, got some, you know, warm Wells about to approach. You know, bro trying to change his gear. Up. Mm -hmm. I'm in the line, I'm in the line Long story short, I see these two Brothers walking They get into looking around, I said I know they ain't about to do what I think they about to do Uh oh Man, these dudes, like two dudes Bolted out the door, They they ain't even run They just walk casually, arm full of clothes Out the front door
1: Bro, and that's always the thing You can tell when somebody's about to steal They get to fidgeting, they get to twitching Looking back all around, and it's like Oh man, this guy's about to steal
0: Hey yo, they they was in that joint talking about the, all the people that did know me. They was in that joint talking about some. Why you ain't go after them? I was like, shit, I don't work here no more. <laughs> I'm just here for the clothes. <laughs> I said, I'm here to shop. That's a sad situation that they having, but uh, I am a citizen. <laughs> guess what? I don't miss it either. I I, I don't miss the catching shoplifters, man. I don't. That shit was that shit was hard work. <laughs> I'm doing my lost vengeance out here. Trust me, I know. I I know. Right.
1: It's rough. Yeah.
0: But anywho, let's get into today's topic. That was our little five minute rant. Little five, ten minute rant. But let's let's let's, let's get into today's topics. And we already know first order of business is the coronavirus. Oh man. What what's your take on this whole coronavirus situation, man?
1: Now coronavirus has been taking over the whole planet. Coronamania is running wild, brother. Shout out to Hulk Hogan. Coronavirus crashed the markets. Coronavirus st- putting a halt. Basketball games, uh, sports events, movie events. It's canceling a whole lot of things. They've been saying it's gonna be canceled. They said that the Olympics are going to be canceled because of coronavirus. WrestleMania might be canceled because of coronavirus if it gets too wild. This thing
0: is messing a lot of stuff up. So, you know, my thing about the coronavirus, and I did, I did see something on ESPN about the whole WrestleMania thing. They did say they were going to continue as planned. Okay, that's cool. I, if if they feel the same, I ain't gonna argue with you, Vinny. But my thing about the coronavirus. Now, we all take we all take health. Outbreaks very serious because you remember you remember when we were in school we had H one N one yeah staff staff infection you know the only thing they was telling you to um like just wash your hands basically wash your hands you know just keep keep your hands washed basically with the coronavirus I'm seeing people buying masks mm-hmm. I'm seeing people like and they making it seem like if you just if you just like inhaled it you already caught it like, right like you about to die. Seem- yeah, hey, like they try to make it seem like this about to be on some Resident Evil, like motherfuckers gonna re- resurrect or some shit. Uh-oh. I don't know. Hey, let like, hey, 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 we can turn the raccoon city around here. I'm kicking tables over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm kicking tables over, and I'm I will survive. Straight baseball bats and PS4 controllers. We hitting the shit out of people around here, but nah, man. For the most part, my thing about this whole health situation. Like I said, man, everybody protect themselves. Do I think uh, uh, the coronavirus is, is, is it like a major, it, of course it causes a major health crisis, you know. Now, the fact that it's crashing the stock, that's kind of hurting me because, you know, man, I open my stock app, you know, shout out to Fidelity, but I'm I'm opening my stock apps and I'm seeing like, damn, I'm losing money by the day. Right. That shit's starting to hurt. You know what I mean? I, again, shout out to Fidelity for making, like, fractional investments now where you don't got to buy a whole shit. You can just go by a dollar amount. But still, just imagine, like say, because of whole corona thing, again, the stock, down, down, down. It's just, like, I'm just thinking to myself, and this is my only problem with as far as, like, investing. It's like, damn, do I pull my money out? Because am I going to go broke? Because, like, I... I I don't know. Do I survive this Jonah? Things gonna get better? Like, come on. This corona shit is fucking up my money right now. I right? I understand the world's at a crisis, but fuck. This shit is fucking up my money. Yeah. <laughs> this shit is ridiculous. This shit is ridiculous right now.
1: And they said <laughs> it was as bad as 2008. It wasn't 2008, but they said it was almost as bad. And recently, what happened was the 10-year yield went under 1%. For people who don't know what that means is, that's history the first time ever ever since the stock market came into inception it went below one percent so for people who want to buy a house or people want to refinance now's the best chance ever as far as stocks you know the best thing you want to do is just hold on uh a lot of people are saying it's going to be a dead cap bounce which it looked like it's recovering you know the market's got coronavirus it's sick but like all markets they end up recovering So you want to keep on holding. Don't buy no dips. All right? I know a lot of people sit here, they say buy the dip, buy the dip. But if you seen last week, a bloody week it was, people kept buying dips, people kept buying dips, and it's been messing up their portfolio. So leave your money alone. You'll be fine. Just hold on. Ride the wave. I
0: don't know, Chief. I don't know, See. I don't see how these investment guys suit' and talk. You <laughs> know, I mean, just blow over. I'm just sitting in the I'm just sitting was like, I don't know, Chief. I'm gonna have to start you know, cold red, cold red my money. Ah What's
1: I love funny I love is it. the people over there Robin Hood. that's the ones that been hurting because they couldn't make any money. They couldn't sell. They couldn't wow. make any money off sales. So, like other people, like for me, one of the Things I use, I I'm TD Ameritrade. Damo use Fidelity. I use TD Ameritrade. I also use Weeble. So when it comes to like options, bro, I've been selling and bro, I I made a pretty penny from the coronavirus situation. And R.I.P. to my people over at Robinhood because I heard it was the second day, third day they've been shut down. They're trying to get things worked out. And I feel bad for the people because it's people over there who's losing money, who thought they was gonna make any money. I don't know what kind of situation they got over there with the programming, but you need to work it out because a lot of people are leaving your platform.
0: I just want to know, we going through we going through a health crisis here in America, all because somebody was eating bats. <laughs> You mean you messed up my money because you want to eat bats? You want to eat bats? So this is because we because somebody because somebody I, somebody in China all of a sudden just out of the blue just like yeah I'll have I'll have a, a, a bat fried <laughs> yeah heart I have baby. a bat to go you know what I mean and it's just like Damn. why and now you bringing this shit over here. And it's like, ah, uh, this is fuck. this is, I can't even, I can't speak no more about the Corona thing. All my, th- all my, all I'm saying is to everybody be safe, like stay, like I say, stay clean at all times. Wash your hands. Wash your hands at all times. That's the only thing I want to say to y'all. Just be safe. That's it.
1: Mm. Yeah. So be safe. You know, make sure you stay clean and watch out for hugs and high fives and whatnot. So what we're going to do, we're going to cross over into the music situation. Corona is dangerous, but also 2 Chains said that being a rapper is dangerous. And this is in light of Pop Smoke, who recently died. And you also have Jim Jones, who said being a rapper was more dangerous than being someone in the military. So what is your take on hearing those things?
0: Now, I'm going to start with Jim Jones first, by him saying um, being a robber is more dangerous than being in the military. Wrong. Do you not know what being in the military, when you at war, again, Ameri- like I said, America versus these other third world countries is a complete different battle, okay? Because the u s't train they don't train just anybody with guns over here. you go into any of them countries like Iraq, north Korea um like Pakistan, all them different all them different countries over there their civilians are trained like you'll see regular kids walk around with guns right that's how serious it is over there so you can't say you can't say it's more dangerous than the military. no, you can't say that. But, however, being a rapper is dangerous to this extent because I, want, I wanted to make it clearly. Yeah. With these rappers, t- with, the- with rappers, they like to flex. They like the flaws. They like to talk about how much money they got. They always bragging. They always- and those are the rappers that's in the most danger. You know what I mean? Because this is why you look at, like, a lot of rappers getting so many altercations. This is why rappers like fights at their shows, right? Those are the ones that get in a lot of altercations. So, prime example, you look at like the NBA Youngboy. You look at the baby. The baby staying a lot of altercations sometimes. So it's because of the fact that how these guys they just carry, they carry themselves. When you bragging both again, you understand, like, you don't know who's showing up at your shows. When you leaving out the arena and out the building, you in your car, you on Instagram fake flexing live, whatever the case may be, you never know who's following you. So this is how these, these this is how these people are coming up to your house. This is how these people know where you stay. This is why I like again. But my only thing is when I see when I see these videos of these these rappers that get into all these altercations, I'm just seeing like the I'm just I'm looking at the comments too. People just like, "Yo, that show was lit." Yo, that show was wild, fam. You you don't encourage these kind of you don't encourage this.
1: Yeah, you
0: don't, you don't encourage that kind of shit because, again, I don't I don't ever want to see these robbers. I don't want to see these robbers die. I don't want to see these robbers get hurt. You know what I mean? You look at Pop Smoke, you look at Triple X, you look at Nipsey. You know what I mean? Nipsey wasn't a bad dude, but again, you never know what 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 his who his enemies were. You look at a rapper like J. Cole. J. Cole kind of, he kind of just, again, he do his thing. He's in the community. He go about his business. Same thing with, like, J, Like you think, like, Jay-Z billionaire. Why nobody don't go after Jay-Z? We all know Jay-Z got money. But Jay-Z don't act like he, he, don't sit and floss like he got money. That's a difference, though. Like, we all know Jay got money. He don't flex and floss about it. So it's just all about how it's all about how you go about it when it comes to rap being a dangerous. It's just a dangerous game.
1: Yeah, it's it's like you said. You know, you got people like uh, what's his name er, Earl Sweatshirt, and you got Lupe Fiasco who out here karate chopping out in Japan and doing martial arts. It's all in how you go about it, and you basically said it perfectly. You know, it can be dangerous. But it depends on who the person is. If you flexing and you doing all this stuff, you're going to leave a dangerous life. If you leave a trail, people are going to follow that trail. If you test people out here and think they're not about it, you're going to find that someone's out here that's about it. There are people out here who will take you up on that offer and smoke you. And unfortunately, that happens to a lot of rappers. So keep your head clean. Keep your nose clean. If you're a rapper. Robin doesn't have to be dangerous if you don't make it.
0: Simple, simple. Just it's just that simple, man. So why we? But why we still in the music? Let can, can can we can we both talk about this Megan The Stallion situation? Yeah, go ahead. So for all those that's not keeping up, Megan The Stallion has been has been in a little bit of contract dispute with her old company, fifteen oh one. You know what I mean? They basically was hold they basically was holding her contract hostage to the point where she couldn't drop no 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 music. Now she settled out of court. Now she's officially dropped some more now she can officially drop some more music. But what I wanna know is and I've been seeing a lot of people on the internet really crucifying her saying, Well, you should have you should have You should have known what's in the fine print, but we all know sign up for things all the time and we don't read We don't read that shit, we just write it We just hit agree, but what's your whole Thought on the Megan Thee Stallion situation
1: I think it's another common Tale of when uh, rappers Get trapped into bad contracts uh, Less than 4,080, industry record Labels are shady, Q-Tip best Said it, you know uh, When you have people who Are not putting your Best interests they're going to take advantage of you. And that's what 1501 did with Megan Thee Stallion. And if you looked at what she said, Megan Stallion went towards uh, Rock Nation. And they looked at the contract and they said, do you know that this is in your contract? And she was like, no. So she went to 1501 and said, hey, I want to renegoti- renegotiate on my contract. And they wouldn't let her. And they were trying to pigeonhole her. Until she had to sue them, and basically force their hand, and make sure, hey, you're gonna let me put out music because I'm not gonna, you know, sit here and be pigeonholed in a label who's not gonna let me do what I do best or do what I'm supposed to do and stop my money from coming in. See,
0: now my thing with Megan Thee Stallion you know, again, like, like my man said again, make sure you just always read because. It's always those small things in your contract that's that can come back and get you. Yeah. Somewhere down the line, it could be the something the most smallest thing. Will just like if you make X amount of dollars, we can hold you. We 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 can hold your your music rights or whatever the case may be. I don't know what's in music contracts. I don't. You know, I'm not a music. But my thing is with Megan Thee Stallion again. She management of Rock Nation. She signed the three hundred. You got fifteen oh one, and it's ran by uh, a Carl, uh, Carl Crawford who used to be in the MLB. How the hell you getting the music call? Stick the baseball player. I I I don't know, but my thing is with these new artists today. They said they said Megan Thee Stallion made seven million dollars in revenue, and she only got to pay fifteen thousand. I said you made $7 mil. Me personally, I get why artists jump to major labels. I get why they you know, why they try to get the major label backing because if you try like but I think I think, you know, the way music is shaped and the way social media is so big, I don't think I don't think artists need to be on labels.
1: Man. Yeah, they don't.
0: I'm just I'm just keeping it all the way real. And with a talent like Megan Thee Stallion, I hope and pray she's not just one of these female robbers that just gonna come and then she's gone, just like that. But if if you making seven million dollars in revenue, and imagine you going indie. Now I get if you if you if you do the indie route, you know you gotta pay for your own music videos, you gotta pay for like promotions by yourself, pay for like the touring by yourself. And with a hustle like her, and the hustle and the grind in her mindset, and just with her talent by herself, because she actually can rap. I, just, I, I would rather her just say, you know what, I'm going to just go the indie route and just like, just do this on my own. That's what a lot of artists seem to be doing nowadays. They like, and, and shout out to, and I get like, some artists need that mainstream boost. So that's why they kind of just were like, I'm going to just go major, they know this is all they got. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't know. I, just, you know. I just hope you know, her fans want her to still put out music. You know what I mean? So Megan, it's time to get back to work. You and the Iron Knees. Get the twerking on the, get, get the, twerking on the stage. Your fans really want some new music from You They want some new music. Though. Right, you can't stop
1: that. And Megan's a very smart person because you have her where she getting a degree and it's health-related. So it's something to fall back on and you know, a lot of rappers don't do that. They think rap is going to be forever. Then the bag dries up and they're like, oh, no, what I'm going to do. Some of them go into acting. Some of them go into other avenues of business. But Megan's smart. She's doing the right things. She's back on track, making her music. And all is well with the world. We're going to ride the boat. Drive the boat. Whatever her saying is. <laughs> let yeah, them let drive the boat. <laughs> man alright so while we're still talking about music have you heard Drake's new t- songs
0: I have not actually I didn't know Drake came out with a new song
1: so over the past weekend uh, last weekend Drake dropped two new songs When to Say When and Chicago Freestyle now the issue with one of the songs When to Say When was he had a line in the song that talked about his baby mother and the line went like baby mom's a fluke but love her for who she is and this said the internet on fire this said social media on fire, they was like look Drake, you ain't gotta take shots at her I don't know why you're doing this, doing that, but at the end of the day, when it comes to rap this isn't the first time Drake said some wild stuff, this isn't the first time any rapper said wild stuff, so what's your opinion on this situation do you think it would sound worth saying or he could have left it alone.
0: First of all, Drake, I'm gonna need you to sit your light skin ass down somewhere. But well, now let me go ahead. Like help me help me understand. Something. Uh-oh. Help me understand something right now. Now, Drake, we all know Drake is known for his one liners this is this is gonna be a caption under somebody's Instagram page somewhere. Okay, we get that part. But here's what my issue is with Drake. Did you go too far? Yes. Because, again, that's your baby mother. You know you got to deal with her. You the one got her knocked up. You the one slid in that young Raw. Whatever the case may did, you made that choice. So, at the end of the day, we all know what her, her job occupation is. We already know what it is. But the fact that you trying to be like, oh, I'm a lover for who she is, you ain't got no choice. You ain't got no choice, bro. Exactly. You ain't got no choice at this point. But do I think he went too far? Hell yeah, I think he went too far. Because at the end of the day, bro, and see, this is why this is why the whole baby mother, baby father thing, that's a real, real tricky situation because you never know. like Yeah, like the baby mother and baby father be lurking behind the scenes. So basically he trying to say, he trying to throw these little shots, but at the end of the day, he could be still fucking his baby mother.
1: We don't know. Yeah, that. we don't know their
0: relationship. We don't know what they got going on behind the scenes, and that's what how with most baby mother baby father situations. They can sit there and act like, "Oh, no, he don't do nothing. He like he not there all time." They fucking behind the scenes. So my only opinion is this: I don't give a damn about Drake and this 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 lady situation. <laughs> I don't give a, I don't give a damn. Long as the kid is okay in the situation, right? That's all that matters. I don't give a damn if Drake. And, and this this porn style, they don't have they don't they can hate each other all day long. It's as about long the kid. As, as long as the kid is cool, that's all that matters. Fuck what y'all got going on. That matters, right? What you think about this situation, here?
1: man? You you basically summed it up. It's just one of those things to where just because it's true doesn't mean you have to say it. Facts. When it comes to being a fluke, a fluke means a chance. That usually won't happen again. It's a one-off chance. And the chance that you got this girl who the whole industry smashed, allegedly, supposedly, and you were the one who got caught, says that, you know, you got your kid. You got to own up to it. You can't be out here bashing your baby moms. No matter what your circumstances are, at the end of the day, you laid down with her. You made that decision. And now you got to make your decision to co-parent. You ain't got to be best friends. You ain't got to be lovers. But you got to make sure you do what's best for the kid. Do what's best for Mm -hmm. business. And business is making the kid happy. Make sure the next 18 years are, you know, great and fly by as smooth as possible. And make the kid's life as easy as possible instead of mommy, daddy always fighting. That's what it's all about.
0: Well, speak on it, my brother. Speak on it. Drake, don't think because you can pull some light skinned dude type of shit, right. bro. You ain't getting out of this goddamn situation. Though. Oh, it's just Drake. Future, we, we you know, Future can't save you, man. Exactly. You've been hanging around Future too <laughs> goddamn long. That's what that is. Oh, Future no. old toxic. Future old toxic. His old he he rubbing off on that. You. Massaging he's nah, rubbing off. But no, nah, don't Drake. One of them dudes that like Drake, they give Drake special treatment. Like they let Drake. This line could be like, oh, but that was a bar, though. That was a bar. Nah. Oh, it's like, nah, nah. bro, Nah, nah, Drake. We don't
1: tolerate nah. that kind of talk around here.
0: Nah, Drake. I'm I'm the type of person, like, listen, Drake, champagne poppy, I'm going to be on
1: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be on
1: yes. Wheelchair Jimmy, exactly, watch out.
0: Exactly. Like, listen, man, you don't disrespect your baby mother out there. I don't give, I'm so sick and tired of seeing that shit. Trust me. I got we. I see that shit every goddamn day, okay, dudes over there. Tomorrow, they disrespect their baby, mother, female disrespect, babe. I don't got time to hear this shit right now. So you may fell in love with an industry, industry, legend. a lady of the night. You know what I'm saying? You you tried to make a lady of the night your future wife, but that didn't work. Yeah, that didn't work. That didn't work. So now, guess what? Y'all got a kid together. Now y'all got to make that work. Own up to it. Simple. That's all you got to do, brother.
1: (laughs) Alright, so now I know you heard about the situation because I know you've seen the commercial. The Target commercial Mm -hmm. of Honeypot, which is a woman's feminine Caroline by B. Dixon, recently Mm -hmm. got some backlash. In the commercial, she was basically saying that she wanted to make a line and do business because she wanted something that little black girls in the future can be inspired by and start a business of their own. So when they start a business, they think of B. Dixon. Oh, she made Honeypot. Now that inspires me to do this business. Here's the thing. White America, in their mayonnaise tears, got in an uproar because they think that she's being racist. So on Trustpilot, on the internet, they've been leaving one-star reviews, bad reviews. And it's not just a bad reviews. It's also racist lingo and racist talk they put putting in these reviews. But the thing about it was be said that this is a blessing in disguise because when it came to it, her sales end up doubling and she's selling out all over the place, especially Target. So I want your thoughts on this whole situation.
0: I'm gonna start off by saying this in the words of Issa Rae, I vote for everyone black. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, now, as far as this pots thing is concerned, I'm more happy for it. I'm happy for it. Now, as far as white America is concerned, why is it that we like we we support y'all all day, every day, twenty-four hours a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year? Y'all don't got no problem taking our money. She got a successful line in a store like Target. Everybody, their mama shop at Target. Y'all got an issue with it. Y'all got a beef with it. Like, oh my god, how dare she make mo- how dare she make money in a store like Target? <laughs> oh my god, I'll have this product removed.
1: What is a black Target. dollar?
0: Black dollar. She's <laughs> making all this money. Black girls, Ugh. <laughs> melanin money. Uh, oh no, uh, making money without us? Uh, without us. Without us, <laughs> black woman in charge. I don't think so. I will have. I will have this removed asap. Listen, man, y'all can kick rocks. If y'all don't want to use the product, don't use the fucking product. I like everything she said in the commercial. She said she's trying to start. She's trying to inspire young black women. She trying to inspire. As she should. She ain't saying... She ain't said all women. No, man. I, I know some, some cornball probably sitting behind the scenes some some. Well, why not all women? No. no, 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 no. Because at the end of the day, y'all steal from us all the goddamn time and don't give us no goddamn credit for it. So, again, we not about to, we not about to sit here and apologize for what she said. We supporting it. I'm damn sure supporting it. And if y'all don't like it, y'all can go ahead and kick the fuck rocks. Simple as that. I ain't got no beef with it.
1: And (laughs) it's funny how people use things when it's convenient. Like African-American Vernacular English or F, how people use it when it's cool and trendy and fun, but yet turn around in the same breath, say that we don't know how to correctly speak. And we don't know how to articulate our words. And we sound ignorant. It's funny how when it comes to hairstyles, people can wear our hairstyles because it's cool, trendy, and fun. But these are the same hairstyles that we get turned away from when it comes to the workplace. We can't get jobs because of certain hairstyles, whether it be braids or dreads or some type of hair, hairstyle that you're having. Long story short, what Rihanna said, if you want to ride with us, if you want to be with us, you want to be cool, stand with us, ride with us, support us. In this world, don't be a Miley Cyrus. Be a Brad Pitt. Be someone who supports others. And by supporting others, support your Black counterparts. All these businesses, Gucci, Fendi Prada, whatever business out here, and... H&M, you know, I think it was them that said coolest monkey in the jungle. Uh, You need black people in those marketing rooms because if you don't have any in those marketing rooms, they're going to say stuff like that. And it's for shock value. You don't want companies like that around who's just going to get away with stuff because they feel like they can and who's going to stop us. So in this world, make sure You stand your ground. Black power, black dollars, melanin money. Don't let these people stop you from being great. Keep selling out.
0: Listen, if Rihanna Gorge's ass said, us stand, y'all want to be with us, y'all need to stand with us, then damn it, that should mean something. But anyway, now it's time for me to get back to what I really want to say, because as far as this whole stealing shit is concerned, this shit bothers me to a whole different degree. Okay, Go ahead. y'all like to use y'all like to use black people. The old coolest monkey in the jungle. The whole blackface thing. Number one, the, like the main person. Y'all crucify black women. Oh, they getting their bodies done. Oh, oh, that looks that's 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 improper. That's improper and shit like that. But again, let's take it to my arch rivals of Hollywood, the fucking Kardashians slash Ginners. Kylie Jenner got her whole body done. I don't see not one motherfucking complaining. Everybody praising her, like, "Oh my God, you look so good, girl. You look beautiful out here." She got her whole motherfucking body done. You got Summer Walker just got her butt done. I don't know why she got the Michael Jackson nose, but still, <laughs> but still, oh, she got her body done. Everybody just like, you got now, you got the black women praising her, but look at look at look at look at some of the white girls. Look at Hollywood, like mm. she did that to her body. Mm. Like mm, I don't like that. I don't like that. But again, Chloe like Chloe uh, got her body done. Kim Kardashian was out here, she out here stealing the whole Diana Carol, uh Diana Ross, all wrapped in the one. She she didn't bleach her skin like a little, she got a little tan on her. I'm just looking like, wow. Wow. And then everybody talking about some, oh well, she was just trying they were trying to justify. How the hell do you justify stealing the look from us? Everybody remember the whole Kendall Jenner with the old Pepsi commercial? Not knowing, not knowing the whole uh, our issues with law enforcement. Her motherfucking ass just walked through the crowd, gave the motherfucking cop a soda, and that was it. We just sitting there looking like, "What the fuck going on here?" Right. <laughs> so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, why can't we shine on the same level as y'all? I had this conversation with somebody. They was like, well, why do y'all got to throw, like, black in front of me? Because that's the only way we're going to get credit for it. Uh-huh. That's the only way we're going to get credit for a black-owned business. Why can't it just be a business? No. This shit got to be black-owned. Black, 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 because you're afraid to hear the word black, black, black. All black everything. You got to think about it, too. When you say black-owned business, sometimes that can make or break a business. In white America, some people be like, "Nah, we don't eat there. We don't, we don't support black owned businesses. That's fine." But you know, sometimes with us, sometimes with us, we gotta do better supporting our own business as well. But I'm glad that she got a line in Target. I'm happy for her. You know, I hope she do well. I hope she continue to strive. Hey, you always got support from from us over here at black, uh, Basement Friday as well. And hey, again, ladies, go ahead and try the product out, fellas. If I know we it ain't made for us, but if you got a daughter, you got a wife. Hey, pick her up, pick her up, and, and y'all try it. You know, you never know. That might be her new go-to, her new go-to feminine product. Hell, I don't know. I'm just saying. Right, mm-hmm. let's put some money in B Dixon's pockets.
1: Well, let's let's help her me, do that. Make Miss Dixon rich. <laughs> hey, look, if anybody getting rich, it's my own people. <laughs> you yeah, dig. In the words of Issa
0: Ray, I vote everything black.
1: Exactly, <laughs> man. We about to wrap it up here. You got any final words?
0: The only final words is again after everything we covered, as, far as the corona, the coronavirus. Be safe. It's rappers, Make sure y'all be safe. Um, and every like every Thursday, you guys can definitely check out my segment of help me understand drops every Thursday exclusively on YouTube. Make sure you guys subscribe to that as well. That's a Basement Friday's uh, prequel slash spinoff. But, no, other than that, I think we didn't about covered everything here.
1: Man, all I got to say is, everybody stay safe. Wash your hands. If you black, be proud. And I want to give a special shout out to my homie Sierra. She got a birthday, so if, you, exactly.
0: if you're listening
1: right now, happy birthday to you. We're going to dedicate this episode to you. So all for you, happy Sierra Day. Hey. Hey. where wherever the party at, let me
0: know. <laughs> hey, where the party at?
1: Put some jacket edge, man. You know. But that's that that's a wrap right there. Hey, it's your boy Aaron Fontacetti.
0: And it's yours truly, Mr. Funga, della Jones. And we are
1: out of here. Peace. Woo.